0: Welcome to New Endings. Thank you for listening. My name is Darren. I'll be your host today as always and we have our co-host Stacy with us. How are you doing Stacy?
1: I am doing great. Hello.
0: All right Stacy we need to uh, welcome our new listeners in Colorado. We've uh, joined forces with uh, two big stations KLZ and KLTT in Denver.
1: Welcome Colorado. All
0: right it's nice to have all you new folks today with us and uh, you know Stacy we're growing pretty fast.
1: Yes, we are. That's awesome.
0: We start in all of California next month, so uh, God is really working here, that's for sure.
1: God is on the move.
0: Yes, He is. Uh, If you want to help us continue to reach more people, you can go to our website, uh, newendings.online, and give whatever you can to to help us out. Uh, I put a button on there for just $10. Because yep. every little bit helps. So I think
1: everyone can afford $10. I think
0: so too, yes. That's uh, newendings.online, and you can help us out there. Now, today we're talking about codependency. Uh, Stacy's going to explain a little bit uh, about her what her life has been uh, as a uh, codependent wife. Uh, there are thousands and thousands out you, of you out there right now dealing with the same thing. Now, for all of you out there like me who stu- struggle with drugs and alcohol, today you get to hear the other side of the story and what you are doing to your spouse and family. There's always two sides to every story. and
1: There are two sides. You're
0: gonna hear that other side today. So, Stacy, why don't you uh, start out by giving us a quick rundown of how your, your life has played out so we know a little bit about your background. I know you had some uh, dysfunctional family issues when you were growing up, why don't you just uh, start there? And...
1: Well, that is right, yes I did. I grew up in a uh, family home that was completely unsettled. Uh, my father was verbally abusive to my mother, not only in the home, but also in, in public. He was also uh, sexually inappropriate, told extremely inappropriate jokes, um, things of that nature. And, you know, what that meant, I guess, is that we moved around an awful lot when I was a kid. And when I say an awful lot, I mean, um, you know, for the 12 years of education. I think I went to at least nine or 10 different schools.
0: Oh, that's
1: not good. No, no, no. And the worst part of it, you know, in those, uh, you know, important high school years, I went to four different high schools. Oh, boy. And they were, you know, not in same neighborhoods or same states. They were all across the United States from Wyoming to Georgia, California, and it was just a mess. I
0: had enough trouble just getting through one high school.
1: Yeah, right, right, right. So it didn't lead to a lot of friendships, that's for sure. But then, um, you know, the minute I was 18, I was definitely up and out. I couldn't stand that chaos anymore.
0: So the second you could get out, uh, you did it. Uh, Yes. Okay, well, what happened there? How'd that go?
1: Well, um, you know, I, I went along with the first boy who told me he loved me. I had not heard that from my parents. and so um, you know, in an effort to hear that from somebody and do anything I could to, to make that happen, if you will, um, I went ahead and lived with this kid, and then I also married him at 18. And that was a disaster.
0: I guess so what happened?
1: Well, not only was he verbally abusive, but he was physically abusive. So it started yeah. with, um, you know, the pushing and shoving and things of that nature. And then um, at the worst of it and towards the end end of it, um, I ended up with a broken wrist. Well, did
0: you have any clue before you married him that uh, this is going to go on or?
1: Uh, you know, I look back at that and, and yes, I did. He had a temper Um, but I think I was willing, well, I know I was willing to ignore that because again, I was, you know, seeking that love that I didn't have when I was growing up.
0: Oh boy. So, well, if you break your wrist, that's pretty obvious. So what did you tell your friends and relatives? I mean, we're walking around with a cast on.
1: Well, you know, being that codependent person, I, uh, hit every, all the physical abuse, all the verbal abuse, um, you know, lied for him, made up stories for him, and in fact, the story about the broken wrist, you know, it simply came from a pushing and shoving match, and, you know, he shoved me down so hard, when I landed, I broke my wrist, and then the big uh, story about that injury, you know, walking around in a cast for eight weeks, kind of hard to hide. Um, was that, you know, I, I'm a klutz by nature, which is a true story, but that I tripped over a shoe in a hallway. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as he told the story to friends and relatives, you know, we all laughed and had a good chuckle out of that.
0: So he's he's the one that pushed you down and broke your wrist, and he gets you to lie about it so he doesn't look bad.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And
0: that sounds about that, right? Yeah. Yep,
1: yep, classic codependent situation heard, going on there. Heard that
0: story a million times. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, right. well... Um, You didn't realize, actually, that you were codependent for years, but a lot of people out there probably don't uh, realize even what codependency is. It kind of, it's just something that creeps up on you and you don't realize you fall into it. So why don't you just kind of give us a definition of what codependency is?
1: All right. So um, again, you're right. I didn't realize, I mean, I knew the situations I was in was wrong from my childhood home to that first marriage. And we'll, you know, talk about my, my later marriage. But um, Melanie Beatty uh, wrote a book called Codependent No More. And I suggest that anybody read this, that um, if my story uh, sounds familiar in any way, but she's got a definition of codependency that reads this. A codependent person is one who has let another person's behavior affect him or her and who is obsessed with controlling that person's behavior. So that is, you know, in an abusive relationship, it's not only about being obsessed about trying to control that behavior, trying to be good enough, pretty enough, thin enough to not get beat. Um, but it's also, it relates to, um, you know, those relationships where someone might be, you know, with an alcoholic spouse and that will be, um, what I'll talk about, about my second marriage, you know, controlling the drinking, controlling the, you know, checkbook, controlling everything. And, um, so it just leads down to an extremely, extremely poor path.
0: Well, for a lot of people that don't uh, realize that they're in this codependency, uh, scenario, what, what are some signs that they could look for, you know, if, uh, if there's something they could kind of like going to, what is it, MD? Yeah, to WebMD. WebMD, and, and yeah, Check in the boxes, yeah, yeah, if exactly. you will. <laughs> Why don't you give us a checklist?
1: Well, um, some of the commonalities that I've found are that you think um, you feel responsible for other people. You try to fix other people. Um, you, you Codependent um, people, whether men or women, try to find their happiness in other people. They don't feel that joy and happiness on their own. So it's all um, dependent upon somebody else. Um, most people in a codependent relationship have a low self-esteem. Um, they grew up not feeling that comfort, that security. So they're looking for a place to find that, and they'll do just about anything to, to find that. Um, Also, you just don't, we just don't think we're good enough, quite good enough, no matter what we do. Again, um, our significant others are choosing other things um, instead of, instead of wanting to be, you know, in the household with us.
0: Right, but it doesn't necessarily have to be about you. You just think that way because the, the, uh, uh, the other side of that is that uh, the addict is just thinking about themselves. I mean, they're just self-centered and wound up in their whole life.
1: That's exactly right. But the codependent person thinks it's all their fault. That's why they're getting beat. That's why... Their husband does drugs. That's why their parents, um, you know, mistreat them, et cetera. And then also, um, you know, some, you know, different signs, too, is that you're losing sleep over problems or other people's behavior. So, um, you know, in my second marriage with my husband with alcohol, I'm, I'm, you know, not sleeping and taking care of myself because I'm trying to um, control his drinking and things of that nature. Well,
0: and you're always worried all the time because he's out late. You don't know if he's going to get picked up on the way home, so, he, you know.
1: Absolutely, and then another another uh, classic sign is that you ignore problems or pretend they aren't happening. So when you're getting abused, you ignore it. Um, you try to hide it. When you're um, picking up your uh, significant other from jail um, because they've got a DUI or maybe they've gotten caught with drugs, you're ignoring that. You're you're starting to. Um, make things seem okay when they really, really aren't.
0: Well, you're putting on that uh, happy mask, you know. I, I see the happy mask all the time with our churchgoers. You know, they come in and have a big argument at home, right. you know, and, and spank the kids or whatever they do. They Then they come to church and everybody smiles, look at our happy right. family. Then they go back home. The husband turns on football, drinks a case of beer. and right, you know, right. It's just, you know, it's just that happy mask. You know, everybody loves to put that on. They don't like to have other people know that there's uh, issues in their house.
1: That's exactly right, and that goes right into compromising your your integrity, doing something you otherwise would not be doing, yeah. um, you know, faking that, if you will, putting on that mask. You know, that's what we talk about in Celebrate Recovery.
0: Well, you know, embarrassment and shame seem to stick out a lot, you know, on that. Yes. It, it seems that... Uh, Codependency doesn't apply just to alcohol and drugs, and no, not
1: at, okay. not at all, not at all. Codependents are really folks that are in any relationship that is unhealthy for truly any any reason.
0: Well, not even a relationship. I mean, if it's a codependent uh, parent, yes, yeah, you know, and they're helping their their drug addict or you know alcohol problem kid, and they're giving them checks and helping them go along, you know, that's that's codependency. They're just enabling them to go farther because they don't want to deal with it.
1: That's exactly right. And you can have uh, codependent children that are covering up for their parents' right, alcohol.
0: Right, 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 exactly. Well, we always talk here about uh, what made you flip. Uh, flipping uh, is another word I have for hitting bottom or wanting to make a change. Uh, what made you, uh, What made you want to change? What happened in your life?
1: Well, I did get involved with Celebrate Recovery because my husband got involved with Celebrate Recovery. I yeah. was going just because he had problems and he had issues, okay. but not that I did. I I wanted to be supportive and hopefully have this work for him to stay sober. So
0: he's going to Celebrate Recovery for that alcohol issue? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay.
1: right. Absolutely a struggle for many, many years with alcohol. Oh, okay. Yeah, all the ups and downs, the DUIs, uh, jail, um, in and out of rehabs, hospital stays, things of that nature. Sounds
0: like my story. Yeah, it's very
1: familiar, (laughs) is it not? Yes, (laughs) it is.
0: Well, your flip uh, came a little later than mine because you didn't understand uh, uh, codependency at all. I mean, um, you know, with my alcohol issue, I knew I had an issue, you know, of hiding stuff all over the house and lying. And, you know, it's pretty obvious. But uh, you didn't realize you were codependent until you, until you went to Celebrate Recovery, right?
1: That's right. I knew there was something wrong. I knew I grew up in dysfunction. I knew that the first marriage that was um, violent was wrong. And then I knew living with an alcoholic husband and having um, him being the father raising children just wasn't right. But I didn't really have a title for it. So, you know, again, going to Celebrate Recovery, extremely thankful for that program.
0: All right. Well, I'll tell you what, when uh, we come back from this break, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Celebrate Recovery, what it did for you and what it can do for other people. Absolutely. Hi, this is Darren, host of the show, New Endings Radio. Here on New Endings Radio, we discuss all of life's hurts, habits, and hangups. We talk to real people with real life issues and how they made their way into recovery. Now I'm no Dr. Phil and I don't give medical advice. I'm just a regular guy that abused alcohol for 30 years. I know what people are going through from firsthand experience. Recovery is not easy and we can't do it on our own. This is not all about alcohol and drugs either. Real people suffer from all kinds of issues like depression, codependency, mental and physical abuse, gambling, gossiping, and many other hurtful problems. We listen as people tell their story about when they realized they could not continue on the path they were on and had to make a change. They found their hope through God, our true higher power. The only person that can make you change is you, not your wife or husband, your mother or father, not even your kids can make you change. You have to look yourself in the mirror and quit blaming everyone else. You are the only one that can make you change. If you want to change or know someone that needs help, listen to New Endings Radio each week and hear how regular people made real life changes through the power of Jesus. New Endings Radio is a nonprofit organization and we can only get the word out with your help. Please go to our website newendings.online or go to our GoFundMe page, gofundme.com and find New Endings Radio and help us help other people before it's too late. A small contribution can make a big difference. All right. Well, welcome back to uh, New Endings Radio. Uh, we're talking to Stacy. She's our co-host. We're getting to know her a little bit uh, better today. She's talking about uh, codependency and what her life was like about that. Now. You've kind of given us a a description, signs to look for, and that type of thing. You discovered, uh, uh, you know, your codependency when you uh, went to Celebrate Recovery. Yep, that's right. So so why don't you tell me uh, or tell us a little bit about uh, uh, what happened in Celebrate Recovery. How how did you discover all that?
1: So uh, when I first started, like I said, it was to support the alcoholic husband. I knew I was in wrong relationships, but I didn't realize, again, that title, codependency. So... Uh, you know, going, listening to the worship and, um, you know, going into the small group was really the first taste of Celebrate Recovery for me. And it was uh, the first time I was in a group with women who had similar problems as I did and that I felt comfortable talking about my husband who was an alcoholic.
0: So you realized you weren't the only one out there then?
1: I realized I was the only one. I realized I didn't have to be embarrassed and I realized that, as this group of women that have similar problems, whether their husbands are doing uh, drugs or alcohol or they've been in abusive marriages, et cetera, et cetera, no matter what the problem is, you know, some ladies came because they're struggling with anxiety or depression, but that we had very common stories, and again, like you said, we weren't alone.
0: Well, it doesn't matter, you know, the hurt habit or hang-up, the... the, the symptoms I guess you could say are, are kind of all the same you know they all they all have the same effects on us you know regardless of what it is
1: right and when you know you're able to actually share that with others again you know we jokingly say it's the no no judgment zone But it is uh, very, it's so freeing, and it is amazing to be able to share, like I said, and not be embarrassed, and not be shameful, and not continue to hide. You know, the the enemy wants us, wants to isolate us, right? That's where we get into trouble, and we do the things we shouldn't be doing. So when we bring things to light, and we have those conversations with uh, people who understand, you know, it's just a, it's just a group of women supporting one another. And then, you know, my next step was taking a, a step study and you know so the small group is great and sharing with other women but the step study is really a way to dig deeper and form um tight tight bonds with ladies that you know struggle again with all different
0: issues well the step study for those of you that uh, don't know it's like actually a 12 step you know the uh the 12 steps with celebrate recovery is we do similar to like aa or those types of things but uh, our true higher power is uh is God. And, uh, we go through as a group, this right. isn't something with just a sponsor and a, and a, uh, and a person it's, uh, you know, everybody goes through it together and you end it together.
1: Right. Right. So, you know, we go through, um, the 12 steps and then with we'll celebrate recovery, the eight recovery principles. And like, like you said, we go through it as a group. So each lady is responsible for, you know, answering the same questions. And it's really, um, again, amazing because I will answer things with my personality, extremely um, black and white, whereas other ladies will answer um, more profoundly, if you will. And so it's it is really a way to grow and connect and see, things um, from a different perspective and it all helps you grow and it also leads you down a path God leads you down a path of other things you can work on not just one issue of codependency but golly how did I get here and what else can I do to just be a better person
0: right well you said you stuck with your your husband I guess through all those alcohol years and this kind of helped you at the end so you didn't end up divorced. divorce no thankfully so that's good but I mean, when you're going through all those years of uh, of that uh, situation, I mean, how how did you feel personally? How did you feel inside about yourself
1: when he was out uh, drinking as opposed to being home? Right. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely awful. I felt that I wasn't good enough. You know, we touched on that a little bit with, you know, kind of the signs of being codependent. I couldn't get the house clean enough. I couldn't be pretty enough. I um, wasn't good enough for him to want to be home, for him to want to choose me over drinking alcohol. Right,
0: but that's the way you saw it. Absolutely. He, he didn't okay. All right, right, right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, so you, those are the things that you worked on when you got to Celebrate Recovery and they started... I don't know about leaving. That's probably the wrong word, but uh, no, you start getting over them a little bit, I guess.
1: Right. And <laughs> the thing about it is, is I, you know, the women that I've talked to, some women have left. Um, some women have stayed. And, you know, I've been asked personally, why did you stay? And I have a hard time sometimes answering that question. I'm glad I did because we're on the other side of it now, but everybody has their own journey. God has everybody on their own path for a reason.
0: Right. Now, now you men listening out there are um, are you hearing what uh, we're doing to our wives and girlfriends mentally? We ask them to lie for us, to cover for us. We ask them to do things that, that they would never do unless we, we were the ones asking them to do it. Um, maybe you just tell them to be quiet, don't worry about it. Uh, you leave them in their, their own world, it sounds like a right. worry and right. uncertainty. Yeah. Right. The problem is we don't care in the moment because it's all about us and our alcohol or drugs or whatever, your uh, anger or whatever it is. This is uh, the collateral damage I, that I always talk about. There's always someone else that, uh, you know, is affected by whatever whatever's going on. Just the fact that we or you as a man are guilting women and girls to do something to cover for us. Right, uh, and
1: they will. And, They'll cover for uh, you. Right,
0: and when we take advantage of that fact, you know. It's, it's not right. You need to get to a CR and meet other men that uh, made their, their family a family again. And, and women, I'll tell you what, you're not off the hook. You know, the the same way the the men are covering for some of these wives and, and girlfriends.
1: Right. Yeah. There are ladies, too, in our groups that uh, struggle with alcohol and drugs. So it's not that just the ladies struggle with the codependent part of it. They're also struggling with, you know, addictions and substance use disorders.
0: Right. And it's not, uh, it's not just uh, grabbing a whiskey bottle in, in a paper bag. I mean, you know, the, the two bottles of wine every day and or filling your sports bottle with vodka. I mean, I've seen it all. You know, just like nobody knows what you're doing, you know, it's crazy. But uh, uh, as a codependent husband or boyfriend, they're making sure the kids are taken care of and the neighbors don't know what's going on. And, you know, but he limps through every day wishing, you know, it could be different and he realizes he's helpless because you won't help yourself. Um, you're just doing damage to your own children because they, they grew up thinking this is the way family life is supposed to be. You know?
1: Right. They yeah. think that's normal. That's I, their
0: normal. Exactly. Kids, uh, kids do what their parents do. So it just carries on from generation to generation. But on the other hand, you know, you take responsibility for your actions and do something about yourself. Your children, they'll, they'll respect you for uh, coming to grip with the situation. Uh, they're never more proud of you when you stand up and try to, t- try to conquer the problem because they know what's going on then uh, maybe just maybe you can uh, make that generational change that we've talked about and so they don't grow up making the same uh, life choice choices that you made right and then there's all you uh codependents out there you know get to celebrate recovery and work on yourself you know your your partner may may not ever change right but you can change right the,
1: absolutely the i've Feel amazing joy and amazing happiness, and it doesn't real. It, it's not dependent on someone else now. Um, I'm able to feel that for myself.
0: Right. Well, they won't change unless they want to make a change for themselves. Right. You know, um, you shouldn't stop uh, making a change in your life just because they won't. Uh, you'll find other codependents there that are struggling also, just like Stacy said. You, uh, find a way to overcome these feelings of guilt and anger that she's talking about, and the hopelessness. And uh, you do all that by just working through the twelve steps. And uh, you codependent parents out there, you, you should you're in the same boat. I mean, you're bailing out your children at every turn because you think it's your duty to take care of them. You give them money, uh, which they just use to support their habit, or you bail them out of jail because you don't want them. See, you don't want to see them there. You're not helping them. You're enabling them to continue down this uh, dark path they're on. Right. Th- their pain will never become more than their fear to change if you're making sure they never experience pain. You know, go to Celebrate Recovery for yourselves and, and work on you. Learn how uh, other parents have uh, had to bite the bullet, you know, and, uh, but in the end, you know, they regain their joy in their lives and, and get things back to normal. Celebrate Recovery is for every hurt, habit, or hang-up, and it'll help uh, any person that, that has the desire to change their lives in a positive way, it'll help.
1: Yeah, there's no amount of, uh, you know, any codependent person wanting their dependent person to change. If I could have made my husband change 30 years ago, it would have been done with all the things I tried to help him stop.
0: Right. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, we'll wind things up when we come back and uh, tell you what's on next week's show and uh, tell you a little bit more of some programs that Celebrate Recovery has. Hi, this is Darren, your host on the show New Endings Radio. New Endings Radio is all about real recovery stories to help people take that first step on the recovery journey. New Endings Radio is not all about alcohol and drugs. We talk about all of life's hurts, habits, and hangups. Whether you are suffering with an issue yourself or you know someone that is in need of help, the stories here each week will give you hope. With God, our true higher power, we can find healing. We need your help to reach more people New Endings Radio is a nonprofit organization, and we operate strictly by donations. Please give us your help and go to our website, newendings.online, and give what you can. If you'd like the GoFundMe pages, you can find us there at New Endings Radio. Your help goes a long way to getting people to understand they are not alone, and it's time to take that first step. Go online and give us your help today. All right, welcome back to New Endings Radio. My name's Darren. I'm your host every week, and uh, we have our co-host Stacy. We've learned a lot about uh, her today and her codependency. And uh, we talked a lot about Celebrate Recovery, but uh, our job here at uh, New Endings Radio isn't necessarily to get you to go to Celebrate Recovery. I mean, uh, that's the way we... Uh, uh, did it but uh, you know we we uh, accept the fact that our true higher power was god and that's kind of what celebrate recovery does but there's a lot of good support groups out there aa and na and all those they've helped millions of people the point here is that you need to make a change uh, you have to realize that uh, if you're you know well, with alcohol because that's my deal if you're running around lying to your wife and your boss and driving uh, intoxicated and hiding stuff around the house or waking up each day hating what you did the day before and in constant stress about where you're going to find uh, you know the, the next drink or, or any other herd habit or hang up that you're you're working with you need to seek some sort of help
1: right you and need to you need to step out of denial is what you need to that's do. that's exactly
0: right and find counseling or a group or something so that's kind of what we're, we're trying to get everybody to think because the the hardest step is just making that first step right now we end uh, every week uh, with the serenity prayer so i'm going to go ahead and do that uh, god grant me the serenity to accept the things i cannot change the courage to change the things i can and the wisdom to know the difference living one day at a time enjoying one moment at a time accepting hardship as a pathway to peace taking as jesus did the sinful world as it is not as i would have it trusting that you will make all things right if i surrender to your will so that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with you forever in the next. Amen. All right. Now, uh, next week, we're going to talk to uh, Jen from Washington State. Uh, She started going to celebrate recovery to support her own son's uh, drug addiction and discovered she needed to work on her own uh, sex addiction.
1: Well, that's what happens. You go for one thing, and God uh, helps you find something else to heal.
0: That's absolutely right. So don't miss next week's show. That will be a lot of good information for you. Now, uh, for all you bikers out there, you have to check out Broken Chains. This is a group of bikers with a passion for Celebrate Recovery. You can find them on Facebook at Broken Chains, and you can find us on our Facebook page, New Endings Radio. And uh, we also have New Endings Radio group on Facebook, and you're welcome to join that group and get a lot of inspiration from all kinds of other people from the U.S., Australia, Canada, and even Costa Rica. We'll see you next week on New Windings Radio.